Get inside the heads of Tom Ward and Joe Jacobs, the comedians behind Bear Boys Done Good. Plus Richard Gadd, creator and star of Netflix show Baby Reindeer. Have you seen Scoop on Netflix? We talked to the photographer who took that front page photo of Prince Andrew and Emily Maitlis. All on comedian Rich Wilson's Insane in the Men Brain podcast. Search Insane in the Men Brain wherever you get your podcasts. Insane in the Men Brain. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash acast. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Today on Bad Boys Done Good, controversial author and comedian Sadia Azmet. Her new book, Sex Bomb, has caused an absolute uproar in her community. Sacked by her agent, threatened by feminists, banned by the off-menu podcast, we meet Sadia to find out what all the fuss is about. Coming up. Have you ever slept with an infidel? I have. Is that a sort of saucy fantasy for Muslim women? No, we, we're usually trying to get them to convert. You said in your book that wearing the headscarf scares off dick, right? It does. I heard bad things about Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> we would never Stop me from cancel this podcast because you say you like to enjoy a plate of jizz. So God doesn't see hair colour? No. That's nice. That's very nice. I'm so repressed. Mm, mm. I am so repressed. I need a white saviour. Mm. Oh no, you're going to use that and it's going to go viral for the wrong reasons. Let's hope so. Welcome to the pod, Sadia. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on. It's an absolute honour <laughs> to have the writer of this book. Sex bomb. I've read it. I read it in a week, and that's about a year quicker than I normally <laughs> Beautiful book. Thank Beautiful you. book. I Lovely think. stories. Well, I'm very excited. Tony's excited as well. Of yeah, course. I mean, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you here. I don't know if you know about the podcast. Bad boys done good. We're trying to get a range of guests talking about a range of issues. We thought you'd be a perfect guest because of a lot of a lot of our audience. You may not know. A lot of incels, a lot of unemployed, very, you know, intellectually challenged people. And sadly, unfortunately, we got a lot of white guys. <laughs> so okay. We wanted to talk to these white people and sort of explain, because you, you talk about white guys a lot in this book. I kind of do. I do. Sadia. Hi. The book is called Sex Bomb. Right. And I've read the book from top to toe, and there's not a lot of sex 
and there's not a lot of bombs. No. I feel a little bit <laughs> like I've been mugged off. I spent twelve ninety nine on a book. <laughs> thinking I was going to get a little cheeky wank out of it at least. You fucking did a wank to there's my book. N- there's very little sex in there, Sadia. <laughs> it's very interesting you say that. I've had some people say there's too much sex and I've mm. had some people say there's no sex. So I can understand where you're coming from. But there was no bombs. There was, was that no... a last minute editorial decision? <laughs> I think there were a few bombshells. Oh, okay. And as the writer, the reason I called it sex bomb is because Muslim women aren't portrayed in a very rounded way. Like we're always kind of stereotyped to be repressed. Could we be a sex bomb? Is one of the kind of rhetorical questions I'm asking the audience. And also, yeah, I talk about sex bombs as in like you know things that one night stands that don't go well. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting you bring up Muslims. We had a few questions about Islam. Okay. We were reading. I did a lot of You research. should convert, Tony. Well, that's what I found out. Well, apparently, everybody is a revert, not a convert. So we're already a Muslim. You're a fucking Muslim. Apparently so. What are you going to do about it? I don't feel like a very good Muslim. Well, I don't either. How do we become better Muslims? It, that's a great question. And the thing is, God is like really good like at forgiving. So it's just like we're all trying to be better. So, right. you you know, there's no, like, we're not going to be perfect. But say some of my... Favorite Islamic scholars, I would say, uh, number one, DJ Khaled. <laughs> he was good. Number two, got to be Guz Khan. <laughs> right. Number three, number three, bit surprised, Gary Lineker, number three. Is he? He's an ally, isn't he? Is he a revert? Well, he talks. He wouldn't think it, but he he talks a lot. Anybody who didn't know him, you might think he's just a fucking jugged, potato shilling, moldy millionaire, but the guy <laughs> is actually a huge human rights activist. He talks That's a right. lot. In support of Muslims, he, he speaks for people who uh, Muslims who may not even follow Islam, like the white guys. <laughs> you know what? I find him really annoying. Do you? Gary? Yeah. How much distance yourself from him? Do you as a Muslim? <laughs> uh, Gary's a good guy. It's a real tricky uh, question you're asking me there. But what it is is that I feel like he's one of those guys that wants to look good mm. in a situation and kind of like he he, he kind of enjoys the trauma that he's trying to protect us against uh, he's, Gary. A bit, he's a bit warped he's getting a vicarious sort of pleasure out of the the trauma yeah of the people i mean just give money because yeah. there's people in england that probably need help why doesn't he care about good. the people in this country good question i particularly enjoyed your chapter about feminism mm-hmm. you really come to life the last two chapters very passionate thank the you the feminist chapter you talk about yourself being fetishized by white feminist women Yes. And now you have much more to lose by becoming a feminist Mm. than they do. What do you mean by that, Sadia? I mean, again, like the Lineker example is like they, I don't mean to trivialize their lives, but like some of them have. Feel free. (laughs) Some of them have a lot of free time and they want to look good and they're doing things for the likes and whatever not, but they're not doing any listening and um, feel like it was a mistake when I was young um, to feel forced to embrace feminism and that feminism is flawed like any other ism, you know, apart from Islam, obviously, it's not, that's not an ism. Well, that's not an ism. But, no, exactly. That's an yeah. arm. But, yeah. <laughs> Islamism is an ism. Right, right. That's the wrong word, yes. That's um, a white woman version of saying Islam. Because I think we're, we're living in a time that's the aftermath of all of that where people aren't able to put their opinions across and white men have problems like anybody else, some of your listeners. Yes, we do. You. Thank you for yeah. acknowledging that. That's appreciated, it's, Sadia. It's true. We though. had a couple of feminists on the show they never mention our suffering. They don't. They're very disparaging. I mean, I'm not going to be as dignified as you. I think uh, the white feminists are a fucking disgrace. In your book, you talk about white people a lot. 
Right. And it's a sort of generalised term. And I felt I felt a little touch offended by that because but I you're feel, a star. So if you, you talk about white people as in a sort of generalised white people or this, white people or that, if we came on the pod tone and started talking about brown people this, brown people that, Spotify would probably take us down. Why is that? <laughs> I just um you know what? I, I don't mean it in a, a hateful way. It's very hard to hate the white race. I have tried, but um, I think it's in the absence of being able to kind of talk about the elephant in the room, which is power. Right. And have a swing. Yeah. And you also mentioned Short Circuit in your book. I did. I don't know if you know this. Short Circuit too. Fisher Stevens, the actor, he browned up for the role. Did you know that? I was a kid. I, that I guy was that in movie. Succession playing a fucking white guy. In Short Circuit <laughs> 2, he's playing a brown guy. How do you feel about that? Cultural appropriation in that way. Look, I don't care. Like, it was a great movie. And I I don't always want people to tell me how I feel. I watched the movie as a kid and I wouldn't have spotted it. I didn't know until you just told me. It doesn't mean I have to go back and reinvent my childhood, like, you know, fantasy with the movie. You wanted to be banged by Short Circuit? <laughs> no, but it was cute. It was like a little robot that Hey, Johnny well. Five was fucking adorable. My favorite thing, I don't know if you saw number two, Johnny <laughs> Five, when he goes in the big city. When Johnny Five, he gets arrested uh, because he's in the library. He's reading. <laughs> yeah, I get a bit emotional talking about it. He um, he goes into the library and he reads he reads a lot of literature and um, he reads very fast. Johnny Five, and uh, he, gets, he gets arrested and he just I, it, it, it upsets me. He, they, they thought he was getting controlled elsewhere by remote control, but Johnny Five was fucking alive. There's no dispute in that. Anybody can fucking see. Johnny Five was alive. He had a trench coat on. He was reading in the library, but he still got pitched. Do you guys you like sex robots? Oh, big fan. I'm trying to get some sex robots introduced to the Bings. This is my gonna... biggest fear, is that right. the guys are going to go to the sex robots. Don't worry. No, nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> will replace an analog vagina. Guys will fuck anything. Exactly I've been told right. that by guys. Well, that's Believe me, true. I've certainly I've, tried. <laughs> I've got standards. I mean, again, that's a generalization. Ray, Ray, come on. Actually, I've got button? standards. What does sex positive mean for you, Sadia? I think it means owning your sexuality and like, embracing you know, sex for yourself and... Um, not feeling like you have to live up to external society standards of being sexy. Like, I may not have big, giant jugs, but I'm still sexy. So if I go to the brass, I go I'll go away a lot. I'm always, I always like to go into town, wherever I'm filming, get myself a nice brass, engage with the local culture. Is that all right? No. Why is that not all right? Why is that not because sex positive? Does Elaine know? Well... I mean, she knows something's going on, but... You got, you got an arrangement. She... They got an arrangement. It's very progressive. I'm from the old school, right? A woman would turn a blind eye. That's part of the deal. If you want a lifestyle, you turn a blind eye. Let's talk on the subject of sex. There's a lot to get into it. <laughs> you say the first sexual awakening you had was discovering Asian babes in the... In the magazine rack, mm -hmm. and it was seen as a taboo at the time. Asian babes. Yes. What would you say a taboo is now? Because people have moved on from magazines. The I mean, the, it looks like the taboo is talking about stuff because, like, you would. There's so many people like doing things like that. Were that would have been considered taboo, like a BBLs. You must have been hearing about these and stuff like. What's a BBL? Big. A Brazilian. Black. What? B Brazilian butt lift. Oh, we could cut that part out. Brazilian butt lift. Yeah, but even that's not taboo because it's really like widespread, uh, literally. So um, there's, I think the taboo is calling things out these days. So the the equivalent of Asian babes is now calling things out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. boobs is even six T 
tits in the word boobs. I don't know if you know that. Boob. Right. Two. Right. And another one there. Another one there. <laughs> Boob. That's six. Well spotted. That just shows you. Well spotted, Tom. I mean, I did a bit of research for this because I knew you were, <laughs> you were a Muslim lady. I wanted to see if the space had the become more welcoming. But get this. There's a porno website. It's specific to the Muslim experience. Radical Jizlam. <laughs> and I think that some of these sites, they might not mention the inspiration, but it's there. You know, Can you like, tell uh, me what type of porn they have? 50 Lashes, BDSM stuff. I think that's got some influence from uh, from the Islamic world, perhaps. <laughs> you know? Now, you lost your virginity at 27. <laughs> you must have been climbing the fucking walls by that stage, Sadia. Yes, I guess I was. There's a lot of hype about sex. Have you ever slept with an infidel? I have. Yeah. Oh. Is that a sort of saucy fantasy for Muslim women? No, we would usually try to get them to convert. So if you slept with an infidel, would that be in order to get them alone so you can tell them the good word? I wouldn't use that term on anybody. Um, sometimes the bad boys, literally they're bad, isn't it, anyway? So uh, they can be a little enticing, but I've grown and matured and I'm trying to like find... Um, Goodness in, in nice guys now. <laughs> There's a lot about Ray J in the book. This this uh, lad you met at a gym, you describe his abs, how you smell his wrists, you took you fancied the pants off him, you knew he weren't right, but you had no experience at that point, so you were drawn in. You, <laughs> the way he treated you weren't nice. And we were both furious. That yeah. scene where he takes you out on that one fucking date to the Chinese. I know. And it's the place where no one's acting Forest Gate, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I was seething. I know Tony said he shot you shot the book at that point? I shot the book at <laughs> That's how furious I was to see you disrespected in that way. Oh, I'm so grateful. So can you tell us where Ray J is now? Because I know Tony would like to send some people down. Just have a little chat with him about Listen, I wish I could tell you where he is, but I blocked his number. Good for you. Good for you. Good self-care. <laughs> yes. You said in your book that wearing the headscarf scares off dick, right? It does. My question is this, surely the guy in question is respecting your choice of headwear. That's the same reason I'm not trying to bang a nun. And that's good, that's good, but... but you understand the duality, I'm saying, you want course. the dick, but the dick is kind of backing apprehensive. Off. The dick is backing right off. The dick, the dick will the back off. The hijab is working, for sure. Like, the hijab is like 100%. Like, you don't even need condoms. <laughs> you should just... <laughs> Couldn't you get a little sign for your hijab saying, hello, boys? <laughs> so they know that you're one of the fun ones. <laughs> Is that your dilemma? You want a dick, but the dick sees you and thinks, I probably should leave her out of respect. Yeah. Right. I don't want to upset her or her mates. But it's like on the spectrum of respect, it's like almost too respectful. Right. The dick is very nervous. The dick likes to feel encouraged. That's the thing. The dick male is, ego is... likes to feel welcome. Anyway. So you Okay, I'll... can I ask you a question? Of course. Of so course. how do you Would you like a donut, by the way? No, I mean, please have one yourself. What, what, how would you feel about um, somebody looking at your partner or wife? In what way? Sexual way. <laughs> you don't want to know what would happen. <laughs> uh, all due respect. So do you feel like you prefer a woman who is dressed a little bit more conservatively? or how I don't care what the fuck she's wearing. If any guy <laughs> of any kind passes a fucking glance... My wife in public. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. They're going to be taken care of. So you'd prefer her to be dressed a little more conservatively because they're less likely to look. But it's not clean. about her, it's about the geezers. Disrespecting you. She can wear what the fuck she wants. She can wear a miniskirt, low-cut top. Yeah, shut bra. But some guys like other guys to know what they've got. You're talking about cucks here. I know about cucks. I don't know I'm much about cuck. cucks. I'm not a cuck. Anyway, do you like being part of a religion that makes people shit themselves? <laughs> That's a funny thing. I don't feel like anyone's scared of me, which is a shame. I wouldn't mind if, if I got a bit of street cred from being Muslim. I fucking don't. You don't feel like people are a bit wary? People have selective fear around like situations. So like when it's in the news a lot, if there's yeah. been like a recent bombing, people will be a little bit more like jumpy around, you know, Muslims or whatever. But, <laughs> but Islam is very popular. It's growing in popularity. A lot I of people, a lot, lot of I... white guys over here are joining Islam. Really? A lot of gingers. Yeah, like, redheads. Because ginger people probably feel like uh, they be they are treated a little bit like an outsider. Why? And um and Islam is a really loving, inclusive religion, which like doesn't matter what hair color you've got, you should uh, you know you're all like you're not discriminated by anything. So God doesn't see hair color. No. That's nice. That's very nice. I find a lot of people um, tend to convert like later on, like Mike Tyson and Sinead O'Connor had converted. Right. Well, that worked out well. When you put your book out, yeah. because of the nature of what was discussed, you said you had a bit of backlash from the Muslim community. I feel like I'm talking about topics that don't often get a lot of airtime and maybe they feel... Um, that it's, uh, you know, uh, inappropriate. But it, it's, I think also women suffer when um, certain topics don't get discussed or are considered taboo, as you mentioned earlier. Very insightful. And and that does happen with a lot of women in religion. They, their sexuality is not discussed. And then what they end up with is getting banged every night by some accountant who wears a fucking Marks and Spencer's jumper and they're just disappointed and sad for the rest of their life. But they've been worn down and they think that's all they deserve. And we don't want that for you. No, I, I don't really like accountants. Are you single at the moment? No. That sounded like a maybe. Are you getting dick? Uh, I will be. Oh. You got dick in the post. <laughs> Here's an Islam fact. I read that Muhammad, peace be upon him, invented the toothbrush. I think, yeah, with the miswak. I, right. I, I, yeah. And That's I also true. heard, I was researching the Quran, apparently when you're over there, yeah, back in the day, to wipe your ass, you had to use smooth stones. Like, I remember Dr. Bilal Phillips was telling people oh. that you don't need to wipe your ass with the stones anymore <coughs> because we have, like, water and we have, like, you know, um, access to other cleaning products. So don't have to go. Because some people, they love the faith, right? And then they they know that this is how it used to be done. But where there's right. modifications, you're allowed to kind of um, adapt. 
That's right. right. I, I find that Islam, you know, there are a lot of contradictions as people try and unravel and analyze what's going on. A lot of uh, complexities, like, for example, Muhammad, peace be upon him. His name actually contains the word ham. <laughs> and you're not allowed to eat that. Isn't that interesting? It's almost like a test within his name. Because you're seeing it every time. But it's we... triggering if you wanted to... <laughs> triggering. Is it what? But this, this is what I mean. This is what we're trying to discuss here because there's a lot, a lot of misconceptions and misunderstandings like Islamophobia. How, where, where do you stand on the term Islamophobia? I think it's interesting that it was a recent kind of new word, you could say, yeah. versus like when we were growing up, there was no such term. What was it called back then? Racism. Right. right. But this is the thing with Islamophobia, it's about a phobia, it's a fear. Hypothetically, right? I don't what about if you're not, you wouldn't have a phobia of just a guy just walking down the street, minding his own business. But if you saw a guy on a pickup truck, Gatlin gun, couple of heads rolling around. Would I be allowed to be fearful of that? I think it's what you do with the fear that counts. Run away? I've, I, what I mind is when someone has encouraged someone, i.e. the media encourages somebody who doesn't understand Islam to be fearful and then they're fearful because they've been taught that. Right. I think... Prime like a dog. I was raised Catholic. Right? <laughs> and for me personally, I'm really looking forward to a very well-timed deathbed confessional because it's going to absolve me of all my sins, which, of course, there were many. I want to ask you some questions about sex, with that being a theme of the book. You say uh, you can tell a lot about a man by the way he gives head. In a way, all you need to know. What do you mean by that, Sam? Because <laughs> there's some guys who don't want to give head, and you need to leave them alone. You also say sex is always better with a healthy dose of animosity. What do you mean by that? You, you, you know, like it needs to be a bit rough, like a little bit, a little right. bit passionate. Okay. What's the difference between passionate and rough? We got to make sure our incels know the difference. I feel like rough needs to be like you know you should be in a um, agreement about you, with your partner. You should communicate well. Uh, you can't just like start choking someone. Oh know. no! Don't don't be without permission. Without permission. <laughs> don't be choking nobody. But actually, if you say to someone, "Can I choke you?" They might say no. But if you start choking <laughs> them, they might say, well, "Actually, I'm quite enjoying this." Well, I guess yeah. I guess you start off. A gentle, Ma yeah. a gentle choke. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then go from there. <laughs> All right, how about this? Music is haram, right? Yeah. So I don't know how they decide who does the call to prayer, but maybe there could be a television program. Imam's got talent. And then you get all <laughs> the imams together singing the call to prayer, and you choose the best one. Do you think DJ Khaled should be part of it? Absolutely. My favorite Muslim. He's very inspirational. Many, you say in your book, many of us know terrible industry secrets, but there is no outlet. Oh, yeah. Industry like secrets. Now, you've got an outlet here. What are the industry secrets? Yeah, tell us about them. I heard bad things about... Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> that will be one for the Patreon oh. subscribers. That's a fucking hey. perverted behavior. All right, we're not going to get any more sexual perverts. I got one question, though. I heard that your episode of the Off Menu podcast, it got taken off. What happened there? I thought it was funny, um, but unfortunately, uh, when you ask for semen, um, which is what I asked for, uh, it got, the episode got canned. So you asked for semen as one of your dishes. You don't have a sense of humor. People like to eat jizz. It's 2024, for fuck's sake. And that's, I mean, that sort of says it all about inclusivity, because I'm sure they were patting themselves on the back when they booked you. And then when you, when it came to saying what you actually wanted to say, they were like, well, yeah. 
No, that's not what we want from our brown woman with a headscarf. We want her to be repressed. She says she likes eating ass and drinking jizz. Yeah. It doesn't get they wanted, in. They wanted an inclusivity booking, but when it turns out that you like a delicious plate of jizz, somehow a line has been crossed. Uh, maybe it was because, obviously, I'm quite comfortable with these topics and they weren't. I guess it's a family-friendly show. It could have been handled a little bit better because nobody told me um, that the episode had been cancelled. But the producer and my agent failed to tell me. And then for 18 months, every week, I thought my Jizz episode was going to come out. And nobody bothered to tell me. And then I finally found out. And then my agent dropped me. And right. the thing is... This there was is the thing, right? With inclusivity, sorry to interrupt. Okay. It's all well and good being inclusive. You can get your people. You get a you get a queer, you get a, a Muslim, you get a, a Zionist. You get everybody together, right? But on top of it, at the top of the chain, who do you have? It's an old white guy. Every but, fucking time. I guess people need to start booking me on the jizz eating front, not oh, just yeah. the brown girl front. Right. Well, we said it here. Their expectation. We would never, we would never stop me from cancel that. this podcast because you say you like to enjoy a plate of jizz. That's your choice. Yeah, and but we you can, should get them on because they're funny and you I guys are I don't want them. We don't want wet wipes. They haven't got a backstory. We like people with a fucking backstory. We're a narrative who's yeah. gone through grief. These you fucking don't... white motherfuckers. These motherfuckers. Silencing a woman. I really like them. Motherfucker. Can you do an impression of someone who don't like you doing an impression of you? Oh, okay. I'm Sadia. I like to eat jizz. That'll be one to clip up. That's perfect. That's going out. Do an impression of the what you think white feminist podcasters want you to say when they bring you on their pod. Nice. I'm so repressed. Mm -hmm. I am so repressed. I need a white savior. Mm. Oh no, you're going to use that and it's going to go viral for the wrong reasons. Let's hope so. We got to do a quick rumor. Is there any rumors you'd like to spread on the circuit? Um, spread another rumor about uh, anything at all. Joe Jacobs has a massive dick. He's a comedian. Yeah. And he's got a a massive dick? I don't know him, but I, I, I got a feeling he seems like a very funny guy. Let's get him on the pod. I think we should. I, I doubt Acaster and Gamble have big dicks. I think. I've heard Acaster. I knew nothing. <laughs> what did you hear? Nothing. I think, not he's got, I, I think he's got a long, thin one. Yeah. All right. I got some quick fire questions for you. Yoga mat or prayer mat? Let's go Pramat. 50 lashes or false lashes? <laughs> false lashes. Fingering or oral? Oral. Eating ass or eating chicken biryani? Chicken biryani. <laughs> Anal or reading the comments of your videos? Anal. Shouting about God through a megaphone helps or hinders? <laughs> Me, both. Interesting. Who's better in bed, Sunnis or Shiites? Sunnis. Dinner party with a white feminist woman or dinner party with the English Defence League? EDL. Right, I want to start a rumour. Roy Walker from Catchphrase, still dining out on his fame, does a little after-dinners, chats at pubs, student unions. Apparently, he sends his people out to choose the ten prettiest people from the crowd, brings them out backstage, lines them up, <laughs> boilers and their daughters usually, and he goes up to them and says... It's good, but it's not there. It's good, but it's not there. It's good, but it's not there. And then he spots the one he likes. Right. Come backstage to have a word with Mr. Chips. Terrible. 
Sadio, you've been an absolute delight. Sex bomb. The life and love of an Asian babe. It's out now. <laughs> subscribe and like for the podcast for more and learn, and learn, and subscribe Bad Boys Done Good was recorded at Vauxhall Podcast Studio editing and graphics Hal Winston Fletcher go on and subscribe Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.